Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Hi, this is Andrea, and you're listening to the Spine Whisperer podcast. Today, we have Dr. Joshua Fink, Dr. Matthew Fink, and Dr. Brad Maurer, and we are talking about food prep today. So what we're going to try and do today is uh, get through a whole lot of information in a reasonable amount of time and without me just absolutely geeking out about biochemistry, derailing the podcast, and making this thing go 90 minutes. This is right, this is right up your alley. Here. I know. It just drives me. I got to like be cool. This and pediatric adjusting is very difficult for me to not lose my mind. So we have talked last week. We kind of hinted on this topic. Today is the day. We are going to talk about the different ways of preparing food and what the implications are for the nutritional quality of that food. Each doctor has taken a different area. Uh, but before we get all that, Miss Andrea is here. Say hello, Miss Andrea. Hello. All right. So we got that out of the way. She's now... On record, we again we don't know where Kim is, uh, but we always have a fantastic replacement. So that's that. And so Miss Andrea is also going to chime in uh, with stuff. Before we do that, uh, I have the research article this week. You do, and that's so right. um, what I wanted to talk about was this research article is actually a couple years old. It's information that came out of Caltech. They did a really what we like to call in the business an elegant study, and that's a the elegance of a study design is how well it, it finds out what it wanted to find out with little extra. A simple study that finds out exactly what it wanted, no frills, nothing extra, not a lot of cost. We call that elegance in the business. This study, they documented serotonin, which everybody you know knows, the, the feel-good hormone, but also has a ton of capacity in neurobiomodulation. Nine out of every ten serotonin molecules are made in the gut. And people think of it as a brain hormone. And if you want to learn about the guts, yeah, learn about last. You uh, check out last last out, week's yeah. podcast. Yeah, and this is kind of follows from that. And they were able to identify exactly you know how that process goes on and how the gut, which which gut microbes make it. And the point that I wanted to make to people from this study is: look, how you feel comes from your guts. So if you're eating a terrible diet, you know, I just want to put a couple ideas in people's heads today. First, the hormones that make your brain do stuff come from your guts. And if the little guys living in your guts don't have a good diet, then they're not going to make good hormones. It's just that, it's that simple. That's the first thing. As far as actual material of the podcast, I want you to keep in mind two things. The components what makes a food more nutritious or less nutritious often has to do with how many of reducing agents, which help your body respond to oxidative stress, and the omega-3 fatty acid count. Now, the omega-3 and the omega-6 fatty acids, we call them the essential fatty acids. We call them essential because we can't, you can't make them on our own. You have to get them from the environment. We call them omega-3 and omega-6 because that's where the double bond is from the methyl, the M-E-T-H-Y-L, the methyl end uh, of the compound. The only reason why I mention that is because in the omega-3 position, which is your third, your third bond in is a double bond, it's very, very, very weak. If you heat it, 
If you expose it to light, any kind of uh, uh, ultraviolet, anything, it destroys the bond. It's very weak. And with that in mind, we're going to talk about the specifics of different kinds of food prep. But I want you to keep in mind how that prep is affecting the nutrients in that food. Cool? Okay, so we got those two things. One, your gut makes the stuff that makes you happy. Two, the stuff you have to have in your body and in your diet does not respond well to oxidative stress. It destroys the double bond. So we got them all. Who, who, who wants to go first? I can go. Okay, so you'll state your name and state your food prep. All no, right. No, everybody realized that <laughs> we have everything in front of us, but it's a script that Dr. Josh has handed out. So you might be hearing our voices, but it's all Dr. Josh's words. That's <laughs> not true. That's not true. I wish it was true. <laughs> but I would have been out for weeks like, like, no, you have to say this word. If we go off script. Yeah. If oh, we man. ever needed a podcast with a video camera like to go along with it, this is it. Because I would chalkboard these walls. This is such an interesting topic. This is what makes biochemistry, my, my pride and joy, other than the fixing of the bones, it's what makes it relevant to the people. It's what makes biochemistry matter, in my opinion. What makes it matter? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll, nope. I'll be quiet. <laughs> I'm sure? sorry. I'm sorry. Are you good? Okay. Okay. So, my name is uh, Dr. Maurer. Dr. Maurer. Okay. And I'm going to talk about, I feel like I got the long straw in Ooh. terms of being able to pick which one I wanted. Uh-huh. Um, I want to talk about steaming. Steaming. Um, before, Wonderful. Before I get into that, though, we do a lot of lunch and learns. We've done a lot of we lunch and learns. We talk a lot people. about, a lot of times I want to hear about nutrition. It tends to be our, our favorite topic it is. For, for requests. Yeah, we never, ever talk about chiropractic. Yeah. And people invite us and to the come. The majority speak. of it is, yeah. And man, nutrition. we've done, I bet we've done a thousand hours, at least a thousand hours of public speak, like education. Yeah. yeah. And we, uh, on occasion, we make people a little bit agitated mad. because we, we tell them what foods they need, you yeah. know, would be great for them to eat. They don't like it. But then we kind of talk about how they should prepare them mm-hmm. or maybe they shouldn't even mm-hmm. be cooking them. And that, that just gets things stirred up. It gets them but, wild. And, and there are reasons that we do want to cook things in certain cases. Yeah. A lot of times we'll recommend raw, but in terms of how well your body digests mm-hmm. certain foods. Yeah. And absorption in certain cases might Absolutely. be a little better when, when they've been cooked. Absorption, and, right. So I was, you know, looking at things. When you prepare food on average, and this could change based on the study, but you might cook out, in terms of the good stuff, mm-hmm. the minerals, vitamins, 30 to 40%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's kind of maybe on the low end. Right. In certain you cases, get, you cook get way worse. More, yeah. yeah. So, and things we're looking at, you mentioned the omega-3s, omega-6s that mm-hmm. we got to worry about. But the water-soluble vitamins, especially yeah, your, your boy vitamins. A and B, yeah. Right. And uh, in addition to that are fat-soluble. So mm-hmm. those, if you don't know, those are A, D, E, and K. Mm-hmm. And then there's other minerals, uh, things like potassium, magnesium, calcium. Those are all, not the only things, but the things we got to worry about cooking out mm-hmm. of the food and losing, losing those benefits by overcooking or cooking the wrong way. But like I mentioned... Uh, I'm able to talk about steaming, which that can be, maybe you have one at home. It could be an actual steamer that you purchased, one that you plug in, or it can be a metal or a bamboo steamer that you set over a boiling pot, Mm -hmm. things like that. But basically, you're using that steam by boiling water to cook the food. And uh, it almost looks like a colander. Right, not a, a col- col- yeah, a, a colander. Not a cal- yeah, a colander. A calendar, not a colander. Yeah, a colander. No, a, col- a colander, not a calendar. That's right. Right. Sorry. 
Yeah. So especially those metal ones. Yeah, those metal ones, it's hard to tell the difference. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes you see those bamboo that have like different levels. Where yeah, they're super put. cool. And also with the metal one, it's 100% chance you're going to burn yourself to death. The bamboo one, it's a little more forgiving. Yeah, less chance. Yeah. And it's just a great way in terms of not cooking out those vitamins. Uh, I, I found one research article and, and they were looking at broccoli, spinach, and lettuce. And steaming them reduces um, the vitamin C count uh, only by about 9 to 15%. Yeah, it's awesome. So I guess the only, it, it's easy to use as well, but it takes a little practice in terms of getting consistency based on the type yeah. of vegetable or you could even fish, you know, you could steam right. fish or especially salmon might be a good option, but some people don't like it as much because they feel like they can't get the texture right. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you know, that's something worth practicing in order to get to a point where that cauliflower or that broccoli is, is just yeah. right. Cause you, you can still oversteam it. Yeah. You know? And you get, a, yeah, if you oversteam it, then you get this mushy oh. mess. If you understeam it, well, then it's a little more just like you're eating right. it raw. So right. just practice with that. But if you're thinking about steaming, mm -hmm. that's the way to go. Yeah. In terms of looking at rankings of when it comes to preserving nutrients, pretty much everyone you see, number one on the list is going to be steaming. Um, I did actually see a study um, that put steaming at, at a 40% loss. It ranked it pretty low. Really? And that was a study um, done by this air fryer company when I was looking oh, at it. Oh, yeah. And they linked it <laughs> yeah. to a study. And when I clicked on the thing, I'm like, that's not true. I clicked on their link. It's webpage not found. I'm like, you guys. I was going to say, it had to be. What yeah, it was, uh, no, it's the air fryer people. It's the, it's the <laughs> air fryer. <laughs> uh, steaming sucks. It was uh, either the air fryer or the microwave people. Uh, I, but they linked it. I'm like, that can't be right. I, I clicked on it. Page not, they 404 me. And like, in your oh, head, you hear Michelle saying, it's a scam. Don't it, click it. it. Was, it's a it scam. A scam. They got me. They 404 yeah. Okay, very good. Fantastic. So steaming, first point we reviewed, fantastic. And then one way, if you oversteam it, just drink the water. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right. all leached out into that water. It didn't go anywhere. You just drink Andrew's it. making a face, but yeah. right. no, sometimes it's your fault. Andrew, you, know, you have to drink the water. You know, drink, yes. drink the steam water and also do a shot of yeah. extra virgin olive oil. That's right. It's real weird cooking with you. Yeah. <laughs> I like how Andrew is our token regular yeah. person, and she's just like already aghast at what's yeah. about to happen. All right, very good. Dr. Fink, do you, do you want to go next? Yeah, so let's, um, let's talk about baking and its effect that it has. So usually when we talk about baking, you can do a, a whole bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. Usually we talk about confections and um, nice. sweets and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, but really for our – if you're already doing that stuff – Maybe we're already kind of lost in the mix yeah, because uh, you're doing a whole look, bunch of you're making so. You can still bake healthy. Yes, I was about to say that. Okay. You're you about to get beat up. You can still you bake, yeah, you can still bake he healthy. Andrew's face is like, here. I'm taking over baking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a whole there's different ways to prepare the meal that you're going to bake or the the dish that you're going to bake and substitute out. Um, whether it's um, regular sugar mm -hmm. with uh, something less less sugary. Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about food preparation, we talk about baking and how when we get a pan, and usually it's a... Cookie sheet. Cookie yeah, sheet. cookie sheet. Mm, sorry. Uh, it's okay to have a, like a cookie every now and then. Yeah, no, I think you should. Yeah, you just, it stops you from killing people. Yeah. You're set. Can't have 15 cookies. Yeah. So at once when we when we she's looking at me because I accidentally ate a box of cookies. Because the Girl Scouts got you. They it was, did. It was an accident though. So the Girl let Scouts it go. Got you this Very good. So 
we talk about baking and how baking usually occurs from all around the area, and mm-hmm. it's usually in an oven. But when we're talking about baking meats, it has to be on something. And when that occurs, the nutrients that are originally in the meat kind of fall out and either hit the bottom and mm-hmm. don't get reabsorbed, or they hit the bottom and they come back up as something that affects the taste and texture of it and also adds to more carcinogens. Talk about acrylamides? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got so, gnarly. Um, so when we talk about baking, we like to really put the meat on a like a searing sheet mm-hmm. and you'll find those to basically look like little uh, slits through mm-hmm. and there's a, a sheet underneath a roasting pan yeah, a roasting Jimmy pan. Rose would yeah, call it a roasting pan and really um au jus is what is what they uh yeah they talk about because uh, meats. roasting is baking with meat yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, took, I didn't know that for a long time I was like, well, you bake the chicken? Like, well, you roast it. I'm like, what's the difference? Same thing. Um, same thing with a, um, a pork tenderloin. You can put it in the oven and bake it in a clear mm-hmm. acrylic pan. Okay. That has about an uh, inch and a half uh, height on it. And it basically cooks, and then it cooks in its own juices. So that's a really good way to maintain the nutrition in there. Okay. But also, you're still getting, it's a lot of times, that nutritional value is maintained but you're still losing like dr brad had said before about 30 percent of yeah. of uh, vitamin c and other things that you want to maintain in there so it's because of the time that's right so let's talk about it baking requires a long time at a high temperature mm-hmm. and of all the things that we're talking about we want to see a low temperature at uh, a short time is is the best way to cook and that's why steaming yeah. is such a yeah 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 so if you it, baking requires the opposite of those right. long time right um high temperature so um you can mix and match ways mm-hmm. so if you end up grilling a little you grill pork steaks and then you put them in the oven to mm-hmm. bake for just mm-hmm. a little bit at a low temperature it kind of helps savor the rest of that instead of you know, yeah. And salt. you're just talking about baking as a as a method, you know. Yeah, you can baking make, as a method. You can you can or roasting and baking. You can roast whole uh, roast chicken breasts. Those are still going to be good, great for you. Yeah, you know, like it just has to do with what you put on it. That's right. You know what I mean? It really whether, is one of those ones whether it's shake and bake or if you go with or, the tried and true um, breadcrumbs. Uh, yeah, the the dressing, the Italian dressing that you put on meat, mm-hmm. or you, the Italian dressing that you put on salad. I mean. You can put that right on meat and cook the chicken breast like that. Tastes pretty good. So you just really have to be careful about how long and the temperature regarding baking. All right. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I will go next, and I have the Instapot. That was mine. So the Instapot's great. It's great. P, V equals N, R, T. Does anybody know that phrase? Uh, it has to do volume. with the pressure and the volume being equal to the molar, the molar Mol- amount times R, that. which is the temperature, uh, R, which is the uh, the, the R constant, and then, and then temperature in Kelvin. Right. So what Instapot is, is an expression of that in physical form. So instead of having to take chicken and heat it to 300, or take chicken in a 350 degree environment in order to get it internally to a 165, and what you do instead is you take hot water and you shove it into the chicken as far as you can. Instead of like slowly entering, it just shoves that hot water in there from the pressure. 
Again, the increased pressure makes the boiling point way higher, right? We have a boiling point elevation. And so you have steam and heat inside the chicken. It cooks it quickly. So Instapot, very, it still has nutrient loss, but not nearly as much. It's Because of the quickness. Yeah, it's and it's just deal. wonderful. Instapot works great. I know people were freaking out. Yeah. Oh, they're great. They're great. Don't yeah. be intimidated by your Instapot. Don't be intimidated. Just throw it in there and press a button, man. Mm -hmm. The only way you can get you is if you're jacking around with that... Uh, Valve. The, the valve. <laughs> you know, like... It attracts certain individuals when they hear a hissing and they, they see something that can be turned. There's certain personality types, they got to turn that. And uh, just watch out for those people if you have them in your life because hmm. they'll ruin it. Do you have those? I'm the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to touch okay. it. Yeah. You might be the person. I'm like, Josh, I hear a sound. I got to investigate. Dr. Josh, have you, what utensil do you use to turn the valve? Because if you have your arm over the steam valve. Mm -hmm. I burn myself. You burn yourself yeah. every single time. You don't have a utensil? I look at it as a way to increase my hand speed by punishing myself if I'm not fast enough. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't get to cook it. I thought about it. I'm like, I just... I I'm take, just going to do it. Whack, whack, whack. You just do a couple practice ones and then I you take, do uh, it. I take a, a, uh, a long tong uh -huh. and I literally just have to click it once and it goes... Okay. Well, I'm not... You got me beat. All right. Very good. So that's mine. So now we're on Dr. Maurer again. You're up. Right. Grilling. Oh, grilling, and we could throw broiling in there as well. Okay. Types of dry heating. Dry Top heat. Bottom. So, yeah, grilling, heat comes from below. Mm -hmm. Broiling, heat comes from above. Mm -hmm. So, for adding that crispiness. That's right. This kind of reminds me of an event we had in the past. Well, do we have the chef? Yeah. yeah we rented yeah. a park. Uh, we had a um, chef come out. And um, chef Morgan. Chef Kevin. Yeah, Chef Morgan. Kevin. Yeah. What a wonderful human being. He got hit on the entire time. At the park, he just had the, the one lady was just hitting on him the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's all his chef. cooking grilling? skills. Yeah, we brought him to to teach, show people how to grill healthy stuff. Yeah, oh. we like five we made recipes, a recipe, right? Yeah. We made a recipe book. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we did. God, it was best. awesome. What was We're there? Just the best. Romaine lettuce, even grilled. Yeah, he grilled pineapple grilled. grilled. He's awesome. I forget what kind of meat. Turkey, it was like a turkey hamish. Turkey. Wasn't yeah. it? It was. Wasn't it kebabs? Oh yeah, kebabs. Wasn't it kebabs? It was awesome. It was awesome. That was good stuff. It was awesome. We did a like a whole book. So grilling can be. If you do it the right way, yeah. it can be a great option. I saw it ranked as high as number two in Absolutely. terms of nutrient uh, retention. Uh, Instapont rated at I number think... 11. I'm just kidding. I <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It was, it was, uh, was it the Smoky Joe barbecue place that, yeah. that did it? <laughs> I think that grilling, though, is a lot more dependent. Like the steaming, you're going to make steam. It's going to be all right. Yeah. But like grilling, it really depends on the operator. Yeah, it's oh, a lot definitely. more operator dependent for yeah, and, nutrient uh, retention. And, and it's the same the thing you were tool. talking about, the yeah. amount of time and yeah. the amount of heat. Yeah. Uh, we don't want the really high heat for a long period of time. No. And, uh, but, and you got to be careful, like vitamin B, ones that we talked about earlier, that's the thing you got to really watch out overcooking mm -hmm. um, and losing that, um, especially through those, you were talking about the juices and the yeah. meats. We don't want to lose that either. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the other thing that you mentioned, and that's the potential toxins. Yeah. So with grilling, if you try to make sure you minimize the drippings and also removing the amount of smoke or keeping that minimal, yeah. that can help. Fire. Yeah, that can help decrease the chances for that by a yeah. large margin. So it's worth if you're doing it right. It's worth grilling. And I think the big difference between steaming and grilling is that just people love the taste. Of the food as it's that crust grilling yeah so it's that crust you can yeah. taste that smoke and that's fine you know if that smoky crust is a, is a by like caramelization really 
bark it's called it's a car it's a byproduct of that you know unless it's you don't have to have it getting bathed in red hot smoke in order for it to get that taste yeah yeah it's definitely and it's that time of year now it is it's a season effective immediately i know your sister dr josh yeah. is looking forward to the amount of meats that you're going to smoke and bring in it's I know, true i know we're talking about grilling right i know now. i'm gonna cover smoking next though when it's my turn though so yeah they're slightly different yeah okay all right dr mauer thank you so really so grilling no need to be shy so instapot grilling steaming a lot of thumbs ups going on. Baking, you just got to be careful. You know what I mean? You just can't see. If you, hey, five hundred degrees, okay. It's I, not going to be. Listen, as good. I got, I got but, the two bad boys. Right, but halfway, <laughs> right? But halfway through, let's just say, like, oh, did you get frying too? Deep oh, fried. Man, that's right. You got deep fried. You know, it, it, like, the, look. I, let me just boys. say, like, we we go to fish fries, right? I mean, you, you're gonna have. It's okay. It's okay. We just want people to have the hierarchy in their head so they can make decisions for it. You know, like going to a fish fry, that will stop you from killing people. So it's effectively pretty good. It's not as good for your heart, but man, it's good for your soul. Right. Okay. Sorry. Oh, one, one thing I didn't mention oh. on the grilling is, you know, we have one of those baskets for vegetables that you can just throw. I would recommend getting oh, one of those. Heck yeah. That you can throw those baskets on there. Yeah. And one bit of advice is if, if it applies, don't peel or cut those vegetables mm-hmm, prior mm-hmm. to the cooking. Yeah. Wait till after, because that'll help make sure you retain. Keep it in, yeah. Asparagus, asparaguses. Asparagus. Asparagi. It's the singular is the plural. It'd be great if it could also be a verb. You know what I mean? Oh, that reminds me. Ribs of celery, Doctor Fink. Oh, we okay. said head or something. I said tree, but I guess you said tree. Stalks. Stalks. Yeah, well, we were corrected. It's rib, and I apologize for that. Okay, Doctor Matt. All right, so my other guy, well, I actually have two of the other ones. I have... Um, you got grilling, I have, grilling, I have and grilling. Deep, I have deep frying, and I have microwave. Mm. So three, I got, I got, got all three out of three of the bad ones. I didn't so, realize that. You got the... That's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Give it, give it the, in check. You're the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. So when we talk about deep frying, we talk about anything that really tastes very good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you're right, uh, man. Uh, yeah. You look, at, you look at anything that's covered with a super sweet <laughs> crust oh. that just Whoa. melts what in your mouth. Right yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, but... He's telling the truth. But short amount of time, highest... Highest temperature, really high. Also, the stuff that you cook the said product in is really bad. It's really bad. There's nothing that gets saved. I, I had one study that showed uh, frying tuna. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been that. shown to degrade degrade omega three content by up to seventy to eighty five percent. Just yeah. annihilates it. They'll talk about the mechanism. Of, and at actually, the end, when it comes yeah. to the baking, the tuna that can actually be a good option. Yeah. Um, yeah. With but minimal like, loss. But right. Yeah. I mean, with, with fish, it's so crazy because they have the thing that we need the most, you know? But, like, the only way to make them is to fry them. I mean, yeah. they do it other ways, but, like, the best way is to in my opinion. So deep frying has been shown to result in higher levels of toxic byproducts, yeah. like AGESs. Absolutely. Uh, aldehydes and HAs. Yeah. Uh, than most other cooking methods. The amount of fat absorbed... By the meat during deep frying can also be um, can also lead to yeah, yeah. that that because that's what it is yeah it's a cooking from the inside so even if you use a great oil this has been my problem with Rachel Ray she cooks with extra virgin olive oil which is a wonderful oil mm-hmm. but when you heat it up you destroy it and she cooks with it so this back in the day I sent her I sent her a picture of me and a little letter from Dr Fink I thought for sure she was gonna like call me up be like come on my show you were so right. 
Instead, I got like a form letter back. I'm not gonna. I'm not still mad about it. So but you like, sent her a headshot. I did. I'm like, this is me. I'm Dr. Fink. Here's weird. What's going on? Here's why I think you should. Was do that the your thing. glamour shots? Oh yeah, I did. I went to the glamour shots at the mall at the yeah. booth there, and uh, it hurt. So really, when we talk about and look at um, deep frying, it is of all the methods, it is the one that produces the most carcinogens yeah. and extracurricular things that we really don't want our meats and other things right. that we have to be with. So and you're not saving that. <clears throat> you don't yeah. pour yeah, it so in the ground or whatever. Really, drink that. And, and we're not here to um, chastise people that Absolutely love to deep fry stuff. Because well, I do it. We do it. Yeah. Yeah, like, so we just don't, we just, like Don Josh was saying earlier, we're trying to get your head into the position of like, okay, this is what's the healthiest, yeah. and this is what I can go with. Yeah, so you can make educated decisions. Like, hey, I'm frying fish next weekend. I, I know the two days before that, I'm going to eat really, really healthy because I'm not eating healthy that day. And there you go, you know? All right, cool. All right, Don Josh is going to do uh, smoking. I have smoking. So you just look at our criteria so far, time and temperature. So the time is way up there, 12 hours if you're doing a shoulder, you know, ribs are a little bit less, chicken wings are a lot less, but that temperature, 200, 225, you can cold smoke salmon at, you know, 100 degrees. So in that sense, because that heat is just slowly getting applied, smoking gets a pass. It's not that bad. However... You have to have good control over what smoke you're putting on the material. If you've got some old gnarly wood, you know, <laughs> and you're and you're overheating it, you have it coming from a direct fire, direct heat, instead of an indirect smoker, then you're going to get a lot more transfer of wood of wood particles and byproduct stuff other than just the smoke. So you want a really good clean smoke, and that takes a little bit of work to do. You got to know what you're doing, and so smoking. It does wonders because it slowly heats from the outside in, so you're going to get a lot of nutrients still in it. However, your end product that is a pretty high temperature, and if you're bad at it, you know, if you if you have your fire running too hot or too cold, and you start like you get these oscillations in temperature, then smoking can be pretty bad. So, I'm giving smoking a good grade, but it's got a higher skill requirement to do it right, right? Yeah, deep deep frying doesn't have that. Deep frying doesn't have a requirement. It's Just watch out, baby. <laughs> it's never going to be good as always. That. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so smoking and the, on the evidence of uh, time and temperature, we love it. All right, Dr. Meyer. Yeah, yeah. The next thing I'm going to talk about is it's not necessarily how you're preparing food, but it's talking about making homemade bone broth mm-hmm. and homemade soup and, and the benefits of that. Oh my gosh. And I know over the years, well, we take care of a lot of ones. we take care of a lot of gymnasts, a lot. and I know we've promoted that bone broth, bone broth, a thousand times. If I thought we'd get away with it, we would just grind up baby sharks and feed it to them. Yeah, how we had like, like yeah. lemonade dispenser in here. <laughs> I just had bone broth, bone broth. That's right. <laughs> like bones floating around. Yeah, man. Yeah, that stuff's awesome. And you may think it's something crazy to try to make at home, but really, it's not. In terms it's of not ingredients, it's very few. It might be four or five ingredients, and it's inexpensive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're talking bones, water, maybe some apple cider vinegar, yeah. garlic, salt, pepper, ginseng, garlic, garlic, yeah, yeah whatever. whatever. You can add in a bunch of things. I think cinnamon. You, you probably made it the most out of all of yeah. us. Um, just cinnamon. You, it just depends on what you feel like having, yeah. you know. And you just you, you just put it on there. You let it and you just leave. Yeah, find what don't you leave want the house, but you know what I mean. Yeah, don't have to stare at it. Yeah, you don't. You just leave it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna screw it up. So the benefits, especially you know, I, I talked about our gymnasts. 
of course, the big benefit is the vitamin and minerals that come from it. Absolutely. Um, calcium, magnesium, potassium, phosphorus, they're all great for your bones. Right. Strengthening those bones, joint health. Right. Uh, and then it's along with those it. Com complex compounds out of that animal and into you, the right. animal. You know? Right. It's just, it's amazing. It's great. And then uh, in addition to that, when we think about the bone marrow inside, mm -hmm. that's going to also give us vitamins like A, K2, then we're going to end up with things like zinc, iron, manganese. The tough guys. Yeah. And then even omega-3s and omega-6s, which we've talked about That's right, before. because the temperature. So great for bones, great for joints. In addition to that, digestion. Studies have shown improvement there. Uh, a lot to do with the gelatin mm -hmm. that's created from that. It's a real know. big deal. And then in addition, decreasing inflammation in the body. And I'm not, I'm not really talking about you sprained your ankle and your ankle's inflamed. I'm really talking about whole body inflammation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that inflammation comes from, once again, improper diet. That's right. Um, you've probably heard the term inflammatory foods. Right. If you're taking in a lot of those, you're, you don't even really know it, but, but you're gonna, your body's going to overreact because yeah. it's got all that stuff on standby. Yeah. You know, you got 400 fire departments. Every day, if somebody even does a bonfire wrong, you're going to get a way bigger response than you're supposed to, than is clinically appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. And then along the same lines with soup, mm. you know, if you're going to the store, you're buying this canned soup, it's coming up with a lot of different things that you don't need. Sodium is, is one of the biggest ones, right. high levels of sodium. So once again, it's not that difficult. Uh, it's easy it's, as far as stepping away, not yeah. leaving the house, make but it stepping easy. away you from it. You can store it. You can just make a ton of it and yeah. store it. And you can even use leftover foods possibly from another yeah. meal if you have extra vegetables right extra meat chicken beef whatever it might be yeah you might have enough to make a soup right and uh, use it three, and then you're every day you know in terms of like nutrients leaching out well it doesn't matter i'm it's eating in the, the soup yeah you're drinking it yeah, <laughs> yeah you know? so yeah the vitamins minerals it, it really depends on what you decide to put in it but right options right. Are, are limitless and um and the same at home just watch the sodium even if you're making it at home find good recipes where you're not pouring in a whole bunch of salt Fantastic. It's just that it's so, it can sometimes be a little unsatisfying for some people to eat soup. You know, like, I want some food, not soup, you know, and it, right. because it doesn't have that meatiness. But yeah. you could do a stew. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, is that me then? Am I next? No, you're up. Last bad boy, microwave. Oh, the microwave. All right. So I'm just going to read, uh, I'm going to read five topics and we're going to just talk about the nutrition portion of it and what it does to it but so microwaves zap food nutrition microwaves destroy breast milk and vitamin b12 when oh. you when you heat it up in the microwave um micro, microwaves yeah. create carcinogens in food oh my microwaves can change how your uh change the makeup of your blood okay and microwaves can change your heart rate now we're only by standing by one by <laughs> Because of six feet, you eat one? because of the two point four gigahertz radiation that gets emitted when you're using it. Is, Is that, that like where you press feet? the door to open it before no, it, it turns doesn't, off? No, it doesn't always happen, but yeah, it's it's in there. Um, so everybody's, just, everybody's rushing home to yeah, remove their microwave. Away. Away. So what I mean, you can use it to heat water. What percentage of the United States household? One hundred and five. More than a hundred. Ninety. More than a hundred. Ninety-eight. 95% mm -hmm. has a microwave. My number was wrong. All right. So when we, when we mm -hmm. turn on the microwave and we use it, it's, it's designed to bounce particles through and into the food. Mm -hmm. um, 
most of the time, as soon as you hit that start button, that food's dead. Studies have shown that the Chef Mike. Studies have shown that between forty Chef to fifty percent of the nutritional value is depleted and the food is not viable. So like think of all I mean, no one it's nobody's fault, but think of all the think of Andrea's giving it, me a look. It's somebody's no, fault. I just had a very oh. lovely patient today tell me how she makes meatloaf in the microwave. Right. That's dead meatloaf. It's I just <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing and she told me how she made it in That's the microwave. That's great. How long? Uh, she said 45 minutes. In the... Oh. <laughs> oh. My toes are curling. <laughs> We're just trying to educate people. Yeah, I got I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. We're not judging. <laughs> no, I just... It's just a weird coincidence that she was just yeah, I don't think telling I'm, me about the microwave. I don't think ours has run for 45 minutes since we first got it. Like, come yeah, on. Totally. Yeah, it up all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. um, so... You know, if you're making hot dogs for the kids, yep. what are you going to do? You're going to grill it, broil it, or microwave it? Mm. What do you want to do, or what can you do? Boil. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. that's or the big boil deal. It. Yeah. Or yeah. boil it. Boil. There's, like, what you got to do to survive, you know, and then there's, like, the right. best way. There's yeah. a balance. With yeah. 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 So, microwave wins on raw speed. You can't beat it. Yeah. But, like... It's it's the temperature of a nuke. It is. <laughs> and it, and it, it works by internally. <laughs> it's like one of those things that just like gets faster, What's faster, going faster, faster, faster. There's some people like, you touch the heat, you know, the dad comes out yelling. Like in my house, you touch that microwave, I'm like, what are you doing? You know, but like, you know, sometimes you got to, you got to, look, you get home for work, you're exhausted. You didn't get a chance to prepare any food. You know, you can reheat the good food you had the night before. Now, I, if it's meat or something, I, I put it in the oven. But sometimes you don't have time, and, and, and you was, have to. And what know? was the deal with the uh, the milk? How? It, yeah, it just yeah. destroys so, it. Because um, the way, but the nature because of it, it, it. Because it heats it up and speeds up, and it destroys. Internally. It destroys the, the natural occurring things in breast milk. It's the bonds. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so it, it excites them. It's, it's like uh, those. It's that good bacteria. Like, you heat something up, yeah. it's going to die. Yeah. yeah. It just so, eradicates. Yeah. So the microwave has, I don't know if you've ever seen Mythbusters, but they yeah. go over the, they go over the um, Exploding microwave innards, thing? innards of a, of a microwave. Huh. And they, they say, well, what is, what, what exactly are you doing with microwave? It shows how there's, there's two electric or dielectric um, modes of heating it up hmm. and they basically bounce particles back and forth. And oh so, God. and so as they pass through the food, it, Heats up the molecules, mm-hmm. makes the food vibrate and speed up to a rate of where it's heated up. Yeah. It's like um, it's the same cause effect of when you heat and when you. That's funny. Like all this, all this stuff came out. I used to know a guy who, like, when, if you open the microwave door, he he's like, I can feel it hitting me. You know, like before it turned off. And so I was like, Oh, hey, Rob, come check this out. He come and I go beep, and I'd open the door real fast. The microwave like, Oh, and he would. He'd grab his face like I just threw acid on it. <laughs> yeah, I just re- I remember one of our patients a long time ago. He worked in that industry, and yeah. I just remember him telling me, "Stand six feet away." Yeah, and I always remember that. Like, he, wow, was like, like, it was kind of creepy. Like, and he actually worked in the industry. So it was I'm like, like late okay. at night, you know, when he told you. Like, yeah, it was. <laughs> Maybe in like, a parking like, garage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm talking to you about. It was yeah. like in an envelope, not not a mark. <laughs> he opened up his. <laughs> He opened up his jacket and he had this. Okay. But yeah, so mean? three bad boys, you know? Yeah. And then I've got, I'm, air, I'm last, so I've got air fryer. So the air fryer takes food, hits it with super hot air. You can coat the food with oil if you want. You can not coat it. You can do whatever. You throw it in there. A couple of things. The air, the air fryer is a convection oven 
just shrunk down in size and way more intense. So it really takes advantage of the hot air phenomena and its style of heating from the outside in. Problem is that's really, really, really hot air. And because it's going outside in really quickly, it's not taking a short time, uh, even though the air fryer takes a very long time to work, comparative to like baking, it's gonna form materials on that, the, what we call the acrylamides, um, and it's gonna form those on that crust. You know, you're gonna get superheated particles occurring on the outside. Not that much, but you're gonna get them. And so it's not denaturing as much of the food from the outside in because it takes so much longer. But because of the extremes in terms of temperature and time, it's not as good, right? And it's loud. <laughs> it's really loud. And they're usually large and take up a lot of they room. They take up a lot of super important real estate on the counter. And their they're basket's really small, like nine by nine in so, some cases. So deep frying versus air frying. I'd take deep frying. Scale of oh, which is worse? Deep frying. Which would I take? Deep frying. Right. Yeah. Based on? Yeah. Taste it. Yeah, taste. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to destroy myself, it better taste awesome. Right. You know? Yeah, it's the only way to look at it. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to eat something terrible. And it'd be bad for you. And it'd be bad for me. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? No, we just don't do it that way. So there you have it. Here's what I want you, you the people, to keep in mind. When you heat something from the outside in, Slowly, it gives the materials inside the thing you're heating time to absorb that energy. So that's what heat's being transferred as. The double bond in the omega-3 fatty acids and, and vitamins is fragile. And if you give it time to warm up, it's a lot more stable. So if you quickly heat something from the inside out, nothing has time to adjust and it obliterates it. And you can look back through the things we just talked about. You can go case by case. Frying, okay, that oil gets in there, it's hot, it heats it up rapidly, okay? Smoking, well, that smoke stays on the outside, it goes from the outside in, and it takes a long time to bring it up to temperature. And you can evaluate quickly. The reason why this matters is because it lends itself to this topic of processing. There's chemical processing of food and mechanical processing of food. If you take a chicken, grind it up in a grinder, put it in a jar, it's still gonna be healthy chicken. Not as healthy, but still healthy. If you take a chicken and apply something to it chemically to change it or to make it taste differently, that chicken is not going to be as healthy. And it could be downright poisonous. The processing of food, the bleaching of food to make it taste better, the fortification of food to put back in the stuff you took out, it's rarely going to be beneficial for you, the human. We are made to take food in in its most natural state. Now, sometimes that's not palatable, and sometimes it can be digested easier by doing a couple things to it, no problem. But that's mechanical stuff. You know, we're not chemically altering the composition. When you do that, you're processing it beyond its ability to maintain its nutrients, because that's literally what you're doing. And I want people to get that, because it's what you eat. It's what you eat. You know, in the beginning of the podcast, we talk about serotonin. If you have a crappy processed food diet, you're not, you are literally not going to have the chemicals on board that your brain wants. It's that simple. It's that simple. Now, we talked about the ways. Um, we could talk all day about fast ways to do the stuff that we, you know, to, or more convenient ways to cook the foods the right way. But we just want you to have an idea, you know. Make a mental checklist this week. How many of the different ways do I prepare that food? And then try to get the number, you know, at the end of the week when you do your tally, make sure you're, you have more good ways than bad. But if at the end of the week your tally is I hardly ever prepare food, I just buy it, that's all processed food. 
you know, if you're getting takeout and stuff like that. That food is engineered to taste good, not necessarily to be good for you. Now, there's, of course, exceptions of people who are socially, or restaurants that are socially responsible, but I'm saying on the whole, it's something we really need to pay attention to. All right, very good. I did my best. I actually sat on my hands at some points during this conversation. You, you literally are right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm doing my real best to, to, to keep it cool. Uh, so, we talked about the fragility of nutrients. That's something I really wanted to cover and how food preparation helps that or hurts that. I'm exhausted. Andrea, do you have anything for the people? You know what, what you guys were talking about, the different ways, and um, I was just thinking about dehydrating food. Mm-hmm. That, that's another way to prepare yeah, it. Yeah, to prepare it, or to save it. Is that really... It's not bad. Same with freezing it. You're just knocking it out and keeping it as natural state. So dehydration, you take that water out, you're just shrinking down the stuff that's in it. So in plants, you know, it can affect it a little bit more because they're much more reliant on that. Mm -hmm. But it's not making the food evil in the same way that that, uh, microwaving it will. And same with freezing. Freezing. Freezer aisle, that's good. As long as they haven't added, look at the package, they haven't added... Right. Stuff to it. If you get a bag of green beans and it says anything but green beans, you got to put that thing down. Yeah. Grab the one that just says. I think we green talked beans. about the supermarket smarts video on on YouTube that we shot years oh, and yeah. years ago. Like, we were actually at Schnooks. Did we? Yeah, the Schnooks yeah. family gave me permission to go into Schnooks. One of these podcasts? I don't know. I don't remember you guys. Have you seen Supermarket Smarts? I have not. I feel like we Supermarket Smarts is a video on YouTube that features a we very, hired a, a very we young hired a doctor <laughs> to come in and portray <laughs> Doctor Josh. <laughs> what was that? Very young. Two thousand eight. Yeah, it was like or? it was ten years ago at least, man. Yeah, at least. And uh, it was. Yeah, before I had all the little boys. I think it still around. applies. I got a couple of them, but not all. It still of them. applies. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's still well, it's well, fantastic. It's discussed. just the acting alone. Yeah. It's on, it, this video is on the YouTube. Yeah, it's on our YouTube channel. The ending. Family Wellness the ending. Channel. Yeah. The ending did it. You know, yeah, return and walk. Angela's got an evil look in her eye. <laughs> I can't. We got like sixty years. We got a lot of videos out there for the water. The day. That water video. The water episode. The cup. The huge cup. <laughs> oh, that was so. <laughs> oh, anyway, God. Supermarket Smarts. If you get a chance, to go watch our video. You. You will not be disappointed. It's true. You will not be disappointed. It's true. That's the video. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to move on before I get in trouble. Uh, Andrew, anything yeah. else? Hi. Anything else for the people? No. Wonderful. Thank you for standing in today. Absolutely. Next time, I won't warn you. Yeah, don't warn me because then Just, I hey, think come, about it all week yeah, long. Yeah, like, what should I say? Nervous and, yeah. No problem. I'm more of a impromptu kind of person. Oh, okay. oh, we're going to have a sure. topic for you, too. Wow, <laughs> nice. Andrew, you're on the podcast today, and your topic is the entire podcast. What are you going to be talking about? Uh, Dr. Matt, you have anything for the people? No, I don't. I think it was really good to discuss all the ways. It's beefy. It's, it's, good. it's really something to think times. about. It is. Yeah. It's the way it is. Like, you you have to eat. It's the, it, You have to eat, and you have to drink. So if you're eating poorly, there is no other place those nutrients are going to come from. You can't expect to be healthy. And that's why we talk about supplementing. It's what you such a big your- deal, yeah. All right, Dr. Brad? Yeah, no, I think we laid it out. But I would say uh, just to make it brief, if you need to or want to cook your vegetables, save the microwave for emergencies. Yeah, or and, water. Uh, invest, I would say invest in uh, a steamer. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. What's funny is or just eat them you can use the microwave yeah. to heat the water. Right. And then once you have hot water, then use that water to steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Look. Everybody in the house is sick. Kids are screaming. You got to use a microwave, man. I totally Quick. understand. Yeah. Right. But so you know, in general, it's right. just like I give it the evil eye. I'm like, get back over there. And then Rob, if you're out there somewhere, I'm sorry about all those times <laughs> I just coached about. I, mean, I would get him twice a day if I can. You know, because you're going to the fridge 
the microwave's right there. So yeah. I saw heard him come into the kitchen. I'd already pressed the button to make it go, and he'd open the fridge door and I'd go bam, just over that door. What if he's sick now because of you? Would that make oh, Doctor! <laughs> I, I don't really feel guilty about anything I've ever done. So let's. I'm gonna go check though right now on Facebook see if he's alright. Okay, so that's it for Andrea, for Dr. Matt Fink, for Dr. Brad. I'm Dr. Joshua Fink. Uh, thank you, and we will talk to you in two weeks. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do. 